Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And today's episode, I want to end this week strong and talk about how to have a winning attitude. If you have been stuck in the rut or you really want to push yourself to do something, but are freaking afraid to do it, listen to this episode. I've got some really impactful tools that are going to really help get you out of the rut. Ready? Stay tuned after the short break and we'll get straight to it. Hey, 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 and we're back. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, holla, giving you a shout out. Thank you so much for being here. And those of you who have been listening, I see you. I haven't ignored you. Either way, make sure you subscribe to make sure that as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split and make sure you spread the love. We need this community to grow. I need your support. Make sure you let your mom or your dad or your cousin or your uncle Bob, or maybe if you don't have uncle Bob, someone else that you know who could benefit from this podcast, because I can only support you if you support yourself and show others that you are committed to your own growth and personal development, okay? Everything that I'm going to be talking about is going to be found in depth on Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we get deeper into who you are, what motivates you, and how you can succeed in life. Amazing Attitude can only be found at denisegeely.com. Click the Courses tab and you'll find it there. I'll also drop the link in the show notes below. Okay, let's get straight into this. I had a very interesting conversation with my husband the other day. He came to me and he said, how would you like to make $500 easy in 90 days? And I was like, okay, I bite. Let me know what's going on. He told me that in order to get this easy money, $500, all I would have to do was to invest $10,000 into this type of fund and it's risk-free. You'll get your $500 automatically after the 90 days, but you don't have access to $10,000 in the meanwhile. And I looked at him, guys. I looked at him and I said, without any hesitation in my mind, I said, that's a loser move. That's a loser move. And for those of you guys who just don't have $10,000 laying around, like that's not the point of it. The point isn't the amount of money. It was the fact that I would have a certain amount of money locked up that I couldn't be using to give to support to help grow my business. I couldn't be using it to help build my brand. It couldn't be used for anything else that was related to what I really am passionate about, and it's providing inspiration and motivation to those who want to grow a successful and profitable business. And if I did that, if I made that move, then it was literally saying I have more confidence in staying safe and not avoiding risk than actually putting myself out there, potentially making errors, But whatever, at least I pursued my dreams. And as I thought about that experience I had, I thought, oh my gosh, let me expand on this whole idea in further 
because I see a lot of people trying to play it safe and go as riskless as they they want to go, but they don't really achieve anything beyond what they've currently achieved. There's an expression that my my mentor always told me. She would say, "Your ex, your experience got you to where you are now." The amount of experience, your best level of thinking got you to where you are now. And I truly believe that we're all capable. Yes, we all have talents. Yes, we all have skills. But there's a point where your knowledge, your own thought about how things should be run can only get you but so far. You need someone else outside of yourself to give you that inspiration, to give you that push. And surprise, surprise, when I was talking with my husband about this investment situation, he got it from a friend. And this particular friend is literally operating full tilt on fear mode. This particular friend has been making lots of moves to liquidate assets, to close out positions. When I say close out positions, meaning end certain financial transactions, certain investment deals that he's got going on because he's operating on this idea that the economy is going to go to hell. He's not going to be able to do anything else in his business. And just has everything parked in risk-free investments or risk-less investments. And honestly, when you think about just having your money piling up and not doing anything, it's actually costing you more money in terms of inflation. Meaning that it's going to have you know. Let me say it another way for those of you guys who uh, are not familiar with inflation and whatnot. Remember when you always heard your grandparents say, you know, back in my day, it cost a penny and a nickel or <laughs> or some token amount of money to go to the movie theaters. And now you're lucky if you can swing out of the movie theaters in present day. Well, I guess if you still are able to go to, I know that some places still have COVID restrictions, but you know, you'd be lucky to spend US $20 to have two tickets for yourself. What I'm trying to say is that over time, things get more expensive and more expensive due to money circulating within the economy and things just get more expensive. That means that $10 that you have saved up or 10000 whatever, that's today is only going to be equivalent of work worth $8, then $5, then $1. You get what I'm trying to say? So actually keeping that money and not pursuing the things that will help you is actually hurting you long run. I didn't really understand that concept until I met my husband and I started learning about the investment world and deeper, getting deeper understanding about what it means to make your money work for you instead of working for money. And again, I talk a little bit more about that in depth with my private clients, but this whole mindset issue of staying in this comfort zone is really linked to the fear of believing in yourself and fear of making winning moves. And that's the foundation of what I want to talk with you about, because I do truly believe that if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to other things that are encouraging you and motivating you to push yourself, then you know, deep down, there's a part of you that really wants to succeed. And I want you to succeed. And I want you to make more winning moves. Again, I talk about this in more depth, this whole idea of winning moves and being courageous in the spite of taking risks, because no one feels comfortable taking risks. We do it because we know that there's something better for us on the other side. All of this, these concepts can be found in amazing attitude. And again, 
I talk about more in depth there. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I want to talk with you about four, actually five, <laughs> ideas about how to make winning moves. Okay? If you want a pen and paper, uh, obviously you can pause me right now. I'll still be here, don't worry. And then we can get straight into it. Okay, let's get straight into it. Number one, and it's the most important thing that I, I wish that... I would have known a long time ago, and it's called ignore stupid messages from your brain. If those of you who have been listening for me for a while, I have this concept called catch, cancel, correct, and it's a part of this whole process of ignore stupid message. But let's let's start from the beginning and kind of give you the framework for this whole ignoring stupid message, messages from your brain. Our bodies have not and our minds haven't really evolved that much from our caveman era when we were trying to seek shelter and make sure we could feed our family and running away from saber-toothed tigers (laughs) or whatever animal or threat was out there. And as such, even though it's year 2022, I'm recording this in 2022, our minds are primarily focused on safety and security at all costs. And as such, your brain will tell you all sorts of stuff to keep you in that safe zone. It'll say, you don't need to listen to Denise right now. We're fine the way it is. Or your brain says, I don't think you need to pay for that course. I don't think you need to go exercise. You don't need to fill in the blank or you know you're never going to get it right. And all these thoughts that come through your brain, they're well-meaning. They're trying to keep you into this comfortable routine. And your brain loves comfortable routines because it it doesn't deviate from the norm. It knows what to expect. It knows the status quo about how things are typically operating. And while that may be great for your brain because it just all it wants to do is for it to be efficient, it's terrible for your growth. I'll repeat that again. Even though it's efficient, staying safe, staying comfortable is great for your brain, but it's terrible for your growth. And the way to get out of that is to stop listening to the stupid messages that come from your brain. This week, very, very interesting stuff. I was talking with someone that provided a resource that I know that is going to really help my business. And I knew about this particular resource for years. I knew about this particular resource. And for the first time, I think a few days ago, I was like, you know, actually last week, rather, I I thought to myself, I'm going to schedule an appointment and I'm going to learn more about what this resource is and how it can help me. And despite the fact I knew about this resource for years, I kept on telling myself all sorts of stuff. Oh, it's too expensive. Oh, it's going to be complicated. Oh, you don't have enough blah, blah, blah in order for you to benefit from this resource. And it was my brain's way of not allowing me to even learn more about it. And I remember while I was talking with the the rep- sales representative or the client support specialist for this particular resource that I'm looking for. She said to me, when would you, I know that you're still in the preliminary stages because I I formed her in the beginning of the call where I, where I was helping to understand where I was in terms of what I needed. And I said, I want to start this in six months. And I didn't say that because I was just trying to delay or procrastinate. I literally was thinking in my mind, what can I do so that 
this resource is worth every single penny for me because I really want to pursue this because I can see how this is going to help transform my business into all wonderful ways. And I felt in that moment, no lie, I felt my brain was saying, girl, don't even bother. You can do this all by yourself. You don't need this resource. And that's stupid. It's stupid thinking. It's my brain's way of trying to keep me comfortable. And you may have had that experience before where you're you're hearing all sorts of voices tell you stuff that in reality, if you thought about it, it made no sense in terms of helping you grow. It made no sense in terms of helping you achieve things that you want to do for your personal, your professional life. It's just stupid thoughts. My thought for you, (laughs) it's not stupid, I promise, is that if you're recognizing your brain actively giving you a limiting thought about who you are and what you can do and what's possible, stop it. Just stop it right now. And now we can talk about this concept of catch, cancel, correct, because I know I mentioned in the beginning and now I'm like deviating to it, but it's really important. This whole idea of catch, cancel, and correct is as soon as a crazy, stupid thought goes through your mind about how you can't do something or why it's not possible, all these limiting factors, you catch it. You don't let your brain allow yourself to simmer more in that thought, okay? You cancel it, meaning that you confront it for what it is. Yes, I need this resource because I need to fill in the blank, right? And then you correct it, meaning that you have a plan for what you want to do or you tell yourself what is the truth. I need this resource. It is valuable to me. I want to pursue this by blah, blah, blah. Catch, cancel, correct will definitely help you elevate your mind into the next level. If you are intentional about not listening to your brain, limit yourself on the possibilities. Okay. Now let's migrate to a number two is N plan B. I think for a lot of us, we, as part of this whole safety and security business, we all really just want to not have any type of risks, any type of issues. And I understand that because, again, we don't want drama. We don't want stress. We don't want having anything can disrupt our flow and how we want to operate our business or our life. But this whole plan B is basically saying, well, to protect myself from future danger, for future harm, I will have all these contingencies or plan Bs or all these other options. And what happens when we have a bunch of plan Bs? We're not allowing ourselves to fully focus and be fully devoted for our goals. And let me give you a perfect example. And it was very fascinating. I heard this from a client a few years ago, and it it really still struck me to this day. She told me that she became a graphic designer because she wasn't very good in doing uh, the art she was particularly a she was a pianist but she didn't feel like she was proficient enough to be a a professional pianist and then she decided to go for plan b and just do graphic design and i asked herself why didn't you really get do anything to further being a pianist if this is something you really love and she said I didn't feel as if there was enough money in the industry and 
doing graphic designing, I get I get money, I don't have to fight for it. And it's not too complicated in terms of trying to network and grow my business. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, wait a minute, but isn't it difficult for you to find business? Wasn't it difficult for you to find business doing your graphic design business? And she paused and she said, and you could just tell the wheels in her brain was kind of spinning at that moment because like, dun, 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 dun. like she and then she realized, oh, yeah, I still had to put effort to grow my graphic design business. And I and then I told her, well, why didn't you have that same process? And she said that she was just looking for some type of security. And she thought that doing graphic design was a safer bet, even though her passion was playing the piano and sharing her work with others. Do you see how plan B really messes ourselves up? It actually distorts our reality of what we can and cannot do. And it actually not makes us realize that we are actually more than capable of achieving our goals if, if, we truly desire it. And the way we truly desire it is to eliminate all the other ways that you could do something and say, no matter what, no matter what, I am going to do this. No other option. That is definitely something that I really want you to wrap in your mind and say, if you are committed to this business goal, you're not going to have a bunch of 5,000 side hustles on the side. You are going to be committed no matter what to grow this one business because if you truly believe in it, you will pursue it and you will pursue everything and everyone that will help you achieve your goal, okay? And number three, stop relying on your strength alone. I remember, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mother, I remember those early days where my son would struggle to walk. And I remember, he instead of trying to ask to hold my hand, he would only rely on the walker, or he would have his little hands, little stubby little hands, grip across the the walls and kind of walk laterally <laughs> against the walls and it was very fascinating to see how even at a, such a young age he really desperately wanted to show that he could do it on his strength and his strength alone and I see that a lot with adults too we truly our people as human beings we we really just want to show everyone I could do it by myself all the time no help is needed I'm a self-made person I picked myself up from my own bootstraps and I can do it I'm winning and no one's saying that not asking for assistance is a sign of weakness actually it's a sign of strength when you think about it it actually shows people that you're willing to show your vulnerability because if I was to be completely honest with you while I'm here I believe those who are willing and eager to ask for advice as they work through it are more stronger than the people who try to white knuckle it and try to do it all by themselves and fail repeatedly. Okay, I think that's more strength. I think about all the wonderful people that have done so many little adventure inventions from Henry Ford 
uh, to Susan B. Anthony. I know she's more of an artist, but I, I, I but the, the point I'm trying to make is I think about all the people that have just done things that have revolutionized our world as it is today. And all of them, in some part and form or fashion, were influenced and assisted by people. They didn't do it alone. I myself have a coach. I myself have people that speak to me and provide me guidance. This is not a solo act. That's how I have been able to work through my own issues, to talk with you with confidence and clarity and say, we don't have to be alone anymore. It's over. We can ask for support and no one's going to criticize us. And if they do criticize us, then that they're not wanting to help us, honestly. And we are capable of achieving, but we can achieve much more with help. And again, I talk a little bit more about an amazing attitude, about undoing societal conditioning. And part of societal conditioning is especially in this West, uh, Western culture, is trying to be as independent as, as possible and never asking for help. That's false thinking. That's pride thinking. And that's only going to get you but so far. I want you to literally fly. And that involves having other ones lift up your wings, at, at least initially. Okay. And actually, that brings me into number, f- the last one is for is search for answers find support. I'll, I was reflecting on in my earlier business, I had a personal training business, medical exercise therapy, specifically, I did that for seven years. And I remember, my husband asked me about, you know, my reflections about that particular business and what I was doing. And I said to him, I my business didn't grow, because I wasn't willing to grow. Let me repeat that again. I was my business didn't really grow because I wasn't willing to grow. I wanted to rely on my own strength, my own understanding. And there are so many people who can be able to instantly solve problems, get you out of a funk faster, give you resources that can help make your business or your life whatever easier. I remember I've been noticing for a few years that my my hair was thinning and I was very distraught about it because I as I showered I felt the thinness around you know, this portion of my hair the crown of my head I was very upset and instead uh and I remember complaining to my husband about it. I was like, oh, can't you see my hair is thinning? And my hu- my hu- my husband would cut, cock his head to the side and kind of look perturbed and, and said, I don't see nothing. I guess that's at least for my husband. I don't want to just blatantly say all men in general, but at least that was my husband. And I remember just sitting there and thinking to myself, like a little voice of clarity popped in and said, you can continue to feel crappy about this, or you can get help. You know what I'm saying? You can continue to feel crappy about this, or you continue to get help. You can go, you can go get help. And I thought to myself, 
I don't want to feel miserable. I don't want to feel crappy about my hair. It's affecting my self-esteem. It's impacting how I'm viewing myself. It's not working. And I remember I was thinking in my mind, remember I was telling you the first point about stupid thinking from your brain. My brain was saying, you're just going to get bald and you need to accept this. And this is just hereditary. And you don't need to be bothered with trying to find things and just accept it. And I realized I was stupid thinking from my brain. I went and scheduled appointment with a dermatologist. And three months now since the treatment, my hair has slowly been growing back. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? We all and 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 it was a, it's affordable treatments and it's working. And I go back every three months for stuff I'm not going to get into that if you're if you're interested you can just email me privately we can talk about that but for the purposes of our time with one another I got help I got on my own head space and I asked for a resource I think about so many instances in my my business where I remember all my business almost my when I first started my coaching business I thought I was smart enough <laughs> to design my own website denisegeely.com and if Thank God, I think most of you don't even know what originally denisegeely.com looked like. It was it was some something that you could tell probably a high school kid did it. And when I say high school kid, I'm talking about not a bright high school kid did it. And it did it look while it was organized, it didn't look professional. It didn't look like the way it, you see it right now. And it was me thinking that my strength and my strength alone was going to be able to make my website look nice, as an example. Well, it didn't. It didn't look nice. It looked crappy. And I invested in myself. I have, if you look at my photos, they're all professionally done. I didn't take any of those photos, obviously. I had a, my first initial cut was a copywriter. In fact, a lot of my language was a copywriter hired. And I hired a professional website designer. Okay. That was, none of it was Denise Gilly. It was a bunch of other people. And I, I can't tell you how many people have sent me messages complimenting how the appearance of my website and just seeing how I'm serious about having a really good appearance. That You know how everyone, they dress nicely and wear nice clothes, whatever. But my, my website is a reflection about my attitude about if I want to help you invest in your business or your personal life, then I have to show that I'm fully invested in myself. It doesn't work that way where I'm half-stepping it with my own business, but somehow want you to invest in yourself. That It doesn't make any sense, right? For a lot of us, we're just so afraid of surrendering and admitting that we're better off with the help from others, Okay. Let's recap everything that we've talked about in summary. Number one is ignore the stupid messages from your brain. Oftentimes, it just wants to keep you trapped and limited and afraid. Number two is end plan B. Stop thinking as if if this doesn't fail, at least you got something else. Well, nothing else is not going to help you grow. Make a plan to make yourself succeed no matter what, no matter what. Okay. Number three, stop relying on your strength alone. While, yes, you want to show that you have the desire, ultimately, you'll get further faster with help and actually search for answers and find support along the way. Oftentimes, we stay stuck for years on end instead of asking for help. And we will 
get more clarity about ourselves and our what we want if we just ask a question. All right. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Again, everything that I'm talking about can be found more in depth in my course, Amazing Attitude. Check that out. If you've got any questions or comments or just want to just tag me and get some more information, send me a message at podcast at denisegelee.com. And if you write me a review, I would love to send you a little token of my appreciation. You can also find that at podcast at denisegelee.com. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Take care and be awesome.